All right, I'd like to invite everybody to join me for a little 49ers postgame. Postgame and Damon returns after 49ers and Denver Broncos on Saturday to get you ready for that and a special podcast series, which is trying to make the case that Roger Craig absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame. I'm very happy to welcome in Mark Adams. You know him from uh, 49ers work all around the Internet. You can find him just about everywhere, and it's good to see you, Mark. How you doing, man? Hey, Damon. Thanks for having me. Great to see you. Yeah, it's good to have you. And I'll tell you, you are on a subject that, to me, it's amazing that it remains a subject. I I think Roger Craig is a Hall of Famer. I know you just did a four-part podcast series, which is available now. It's been a passion project of yours. Tell me a little bit about it and where people can go and download it and start listening to it this weekend. Well, you can go onto YouTube at at 49ers Camelot. or you can listen wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen your, to your audio versions of podcasts, you can find it there. Uh, I'm at 49ers Camelot on Twitter. And so you can go there, you can find links to it. So really you can, you can find it anywhere there. This podcast involves a lot of people. And so, and it's not actually finished. We released the podcast, sent it to the hall of fame voters. But right now, as we speak, there are several people, Behind the scenes, including some people at, at uh, Eddie DeBartolo's office, Matt Mayoko is doing some work, uh, Joe Montana, Ronnie Lott. There are a lot of people doing behind the scenes work, reaching out to voters, reaching out to players who played against Roger Craig to get video of them endorsing Roger for the Hall of Fame. So we're feel, we feel like we have made and are in the process of making a really good case and that he has a good chance on Tuesday to get the number of votes that he needs. In your mind, what's been the roadblock to this point? Why isn't he already in Canton? Well, you know, we've talked in, in the podcast series, uh, Larry Kruger talks about how he hasn't had Bill Walsh to advocate for him. Uh, the fumble uh, from the NFC championship game against the Giants, that people still hold that against him. Um, and, and then the fact that he has to play, he had to play in the shadow of Jerry Rice, the statistical hog that he was, and that that's going to hurt anybody's stats. But when I talked to the Hall, uh, we, we did a session where there was just media, and three of those media members are Hall of Fame voters. And so when I asked them, they seem to echo the same thing, that there's been so much time that has passed and there are newer voters coming in that some of them just don't really know who he is. And so they've had to look at numbers alone. And if you just look at rushing numbers, then, you know, and that's all you look at, then you might be underwhelmed. But Roger Craig did that that receiving thing as well, like what we see Christian McCaffrey do today. Roger Craig did it before anybody. And not only that, but the impact that he made on those championship teams can't be overlooked. That's huge. You can't tell the NFL story without including Roger Craig. And so with these younger voters, they just don't know that story. And so when Larry Kruger and I first started talking about this project, when I was just writing a story based on this uh, for 49ers Web Zone, he said, look, you've got to get this story out and you've got to get some traction. You've got to get Joe and Steve and Ronnie and Jerry to be on board with this. That's how you're going to get a lot of attention because that's what Roger needs. He needs to be put out in front of voters again. And those Hall of Fame voters that I talked to kind of echoed the same thing. They, you know, they said, 
people have kind of forgotten about him. And so we need a project like this that's going to remind them of the impact he made. I think that you can't tell the story about the development, obviously, of the Niners dynasty. But beyond that, and what I think should be the tiebreaker for Roger Craig, Mark, is simply this. You can't talk about you know, the evolutionary growth chart of what a running back was and what a running back is today without Roger Craig being somewhere in that evolutionary step. He is a part of the game's development. And to me, more than anything else, that should should be the tiebreaker for anyone who is looking at his numbers and don't understand the context of the team and the time, which have changed radically from what we see now. Right. Yeah. Steve Young said that if you look at today's NFL running back, the the days of the eye back are being phased out. You have Derrick Henry and a few of them that are kind of on their way out. And once this transition takes place, we're going to be looking at backs that are only the McCaffrey types. But that started with Roger Craig. And what Steve said is that the NFL and the Hall of Fame need to pay that off and get him in because he truly changed the way that teams employ running backs. And Ronnie Lott said that John Madden told him that whenever you're the first to do something like the thousand thousand, that's hall of fame worthy right there. So, you know, there's just, there's plenty of arguments in favor of him being in. It's interesting that we have just spent an entire summer watching people debate through salaries and contract extensions, what the real value of a running back is. Yet at the same time, everybody maintains that a quarterback's best friend is a really good running back. And they they don't go to tight end. They don't go to wide receiver. The running back still is in charge of that cliche. We live Mark in an age of contrarians, whatever (laughs) argument you want to make is a yes. There's someone who wants to make the no. I know that you spoke with an incredibly Let's just call it pro 49er group of people. But in all of your conversations, you know, borderline Hall of Famers love we love that debate. We love to say, no, the, the, you know, the, the, they got it right. He, he's not a Hall of Fame. And I'll tell you why. Have you found a singular good argument against Roger Craig being in the Hall of Fame? No, I haven't. In fact, I I have I talked to when I wrote this story for 49ers Web Zone at the in February of last year, I followed it with one that took the a, a different angle trying to get players who played against Roger Craig. And so we were able to get a statement from Harry Carson. I was able to get Mike Singletary on the phone and Singletary told me Walter Payton, Roger Craig. And, and then he said, actually, I put Roger Craig ahead of my teammate, Walter Payton. Huge. That's huge. I know you're a Bears fan, but that's what, <laughs> that's what Singletary said to me. So I know that's hard to stomach, but hey. Well, he did things that Walter did not do. He did things that no real running back was asked to do before Roger Craig did them. And again, he's part of the evolutionary flow chart of the position. You don't get to Marshall Falk and Ladanian Tomlinson and Christian McCaffrey. And if we want to work more modern than even that, then we, we don't get there without Roger Craig. I, I think that time certainly has not been you know, an ally to him. And and you are right. We have a different generation of voter that has come up watching yeah. a game of football that is so radically different than it was just five years ago, much less 35 years ago. I can see why some 
of Roger Craig's argument has been lost in the sauce. And I'm really happy that you're putting this out there and there are people stumping for him. It takes a campaign to get into the hall of fame these days. There are some unworthy campaigns that probably are going to go through before this very worthy campaign to get Roger Craig in there actually goes through again you are all over covering this team not just memories not just roger craig and there was a a bad showing i mean even the most card carrying homegrown 49er fan couldn't have come out of las vegas feeling great about that one of my other arguments is it's the preseason so take a breath and calm down but as we approach kickoff of game number two in the preseason the denver broncos are here for a saturday night 5 30 kick where are your eyes going to be in terms of what you want to see happen in this game? Well, obviously you have to start with quarterback. We still don't know if Brock Purdy is going to play. We thought no. And then yesterday Kyle Shanahan said maybe. Um, So if he does, it's not going to be long and hopefully it's just enough to get his feet wet, get out. Uh, I want to see a lot of Trey Lance. And maybe Sam Darnold starts and Trey Lance comes in in the second half, you know, which is flipped from the week before. But I think that they need to see a lot of Trey. Uh, They need to see what they have. They need to see how he's going to respond to last week when he didn't look as as good as we wanted. But the thing is, we have to remember, A, it was just a preseason game. B, his uh, second string offensive line that was blocking for him didn't do that very well. And, And he himself was coming off of an injury. So if anybody's going to be rusty, he's going to be as well. So that's the first thing that I'm looking for. The second thing is I want to see what Isaiah Oliver does. He was he went into Sunday, the the leader in the clubhouse for to be the nickel corner. And I remember when the game started and I saw that he was out there and the rest of the starting defense wasn't I thought, why is Isaiah Oliver out there? But he's new, so maybe they wanted to get a look at him. And then we saw him get picked on by a rookie quarterback starting his very first NFL game. And so then I started thinking, okay, maybe they're not sold on him. And and then we heard this week that that there is, in fact, a competition. So I want to see how he responds. I want to see what the 49ers do with that nickel position? Are they going to move Diamador Lenore inside? Is it going to be Samuel Womack, somebody else like that? But those are probably, if I had to pick something on each side of the ball, those would be the two things that I want to see. I like Jair Brown. I thought he, 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 he pretty much represented himself well on a day where not a lot of 49ers could really make that argument. So I'd like to see a second (laughs) good game out of him. And then maybe he has reached that position where he doesn't play a lot in that third preseason game because he is uh, very much going to be in the mix for big plans this year. Mm -hmm. What percentage, Mark, do you think there is Kyle goes into this year carrying three quarterbacks on the roster? I think he has to. Um I just don't see, you know, they can do the thing where they have a a player that doesn't suit up, but I mean, the NFL changed this rule this year with the, with the quarterback situation. So I'm not saying that he'll have three quarterbacks suited up on game day, but he has to have all three on the roster. I just don't think that you want to, I mean, you can, you can have some players down and protect them, but I don't know that I, I just don't think that's something that they're going to do. I'm not in the camp uh, of those that believe that Trey Lance is going to be traded. It could end up being proved wrong, but uh, I just don't think that. However, I do find it strange that Sam Darnold, who has been a starting quarterback his entire 
a young career signed on what was it the first day of free agency to me it just seems like he would want to to sign somewhere where he thought the that he had a chance to be the starter or at a minimum the backup i i just can't see that he wanted to come and compete for a, a, a qb2 role and then you have the the fourth stringer uh the you know who who he came he's he's been the uh uh, the, the backup to Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. And so what he agreed to come in the kid out of Arkansas that he he's going to just, Hey, I, I'm fine being a number four. I don't, I don't think so. So it's like, what's, what's being told to these guys that, uh, that made them come on board. That's, that, that's curious to me. When will you become nervous about Nick Bosa's absence? Probably in, in about a week. Uh, I'm not worried about him from a performance standpoint, I'm not worried about him. Hey, can they get this done? He's going to be with the 49ers. I, I am confident of that. What I am worried about is, is that we we've just seen over the course of NFL history, when a player holds out, he is a lot more susceptible to like small tissue injuries. And the last thing the 49ers need is to have, games without Nick Bosa. He's just too valuable. They don't win a Super Bowl without him. And so I don't care what happens at quarterback. If there's no Nick Bosa, there's no Lombardi. And so I, I'm not there yet, but in another week, I may start getting a little nervous. Mark Adams covers the 49ers very, very well for 49ers Web Zone. You can follow him, of course, on Twitter. Uh, what is it? At, at 49ers Camelot. It's right there on the screen. Just read that. <laughs> yep. uh, your YouTube channel is? Is 49ers Camelot. <laughs> there you go. You click subscribe. You get on Mark. It's nice to have a reasoned, uh, actual person who knows what they're doing talking about this team. Thank you very much for joining me today, and I wish you the best of luck with the podcast series. I'm going to download Thank it and you. give it a listen. I can't wait to hear what everyone has to say about a player, Roger Craig, who, again, you can't tell the story of the 49ers without him and if you're important enough to be in the ultimate definitive 49ers story, almost to a man, that shows that you are worthy of Hall of Fame inclusion. I mean, right. if we sat around to talk about the story of this team, everyone we talk about is in the Hall of Fame. It feels like there's one missing, and hopefully you have uh, created a, a a part of the, the missing puzzle piece that will allow everyone in the Hall of Fame to finally put Roger Craig in Canton. Mark, thanks very much. And, and let's Thank chop you, it up Dan. again soon. Let's, let's, let's talk some more 49ers real soon. Yeah, let's do it. It was fun.